Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. We talked about what it is to have faith, how that faith is an intelligent decision, and how that we get to choose to believe or not to believe. Um, Also, that everyone has been given a measure of faith. Everyone listening to my voice today has enough faith to say, God, I believe in you. Jesus, I believe in you and I accept you. Also, faith always has a a person uh, to lean on, to, to be there for, and that person, of course, is Jesus Christ. Faith must have an object, and our object, of course, is Jesus Christ. And faith, our faith is to grow. And our faith is is um, to grow because uh, we're commanded to grow up. Uh, you know, I think a lot of our problems, situations, a lot of our fears, a lot of things would go by the wayside if we would learn to grow up in Jesus Christ. If we would say, this is what I'm reading in your word today. God, teach me how to apply it to my life. That's what it's all about, child of God. It's how are we going to apply the words and the wisdom of God? You know, we must have wisdom in these last days. We must walk in the wisdom of God. So today I want us to look at, still in chapter 1, the call of wisdom, beginning with verse 20. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. She cries out in the chief concourses at the openings in the gates in the city. Um, She says, how long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? For scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. You know, God is always after us uh, to learn more about him and to walk in his wisdom. We learn so many things just here in these few verses that I have read, verses 20 uh, through 23. And one of the things is that uh, it is available. Wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. God is saying it is available for whoever wants it. Um, Also in verses 22, 23, how long you simple ones will you love simplicity? And it says, turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my spirit on you. I will make my words known to you. You know, wisdom is to bring reproof and correction. And you know, reproof is God's personal criticism of us. He is not condemning us, but he is saying, I know that you can do better. I want you to do better. And this is how when we read the word of God, it's we should just run to the word of God to want reproof, to want correction. Um, it, you know, here also in these verses, it tells us that God's wisdom can be spurned or neglected. Um, in verses 25 through 27, it says, because you disdained all my counsel 
and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity, and I will mock when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm, and your destruction comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you. He is saying here that our, that his wisdom can be spurned or neglected. And there's three kinds of refusers um, that's cited back in verse 22. It's the simple, and those are the ones who are are the ones that are wide open and easily deceived and enticed and kind of believe everything that they're told without searching it out for themselves. There is the scoffer or the scorner, those who are skeptical and given to mockery and and contempt or, you know, they just never, uh, they, they choose to believe not to believe God. They choose to be skeptical. They choose to mock God, uh, to show contempt toward him. That's the scoffer in the scorner. That is one of the three kinds of refusers that that God is saying, you're not going to get my wisdom because you are scoffing at it. You are scorning at it. You're saying, I don't believe it. And then a of course, the third kind is the fool, and those are the ones who misuse what they hear and believe that they can survive without God. You know, they they pretend that they hear it, but they don't walk in it, and they believe that they can do it better on their own. And God wants us, beloved, to come to him for reproof, to come to him. We should just come to him like a loving father and say, here is my heart, father. I open it up to you. I want you to show me where I am wrong. Give me purity of heart and let me walk in it. And verses 28 through 32 says, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel and they despised my every rebuke. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled to the full with their own fancies for the turning away of the simple will slay them and the complacency of fools will destroy them. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. Verses 28 through 32 is about neglecting wisdom and spurning it. And when you do, it can bring about serious and bitter consequences. Solomon points out that one can continue to refuse wisdom until it is too late and the consequences have been set into irreversible motion. I always think about a friend of mine years ago in Portland who had a son that the son came to the Lord, had a a wonderful Christian experience or so it seemed at the church and he he was serving God and and uh, he went through a divorce. His wife left him after he became a Christian. And uh, instead of uh, turning to God, he turned away from God and he became more and more rebellious, even though he knew the truth and people were trying to talk to him. And uh, finally, he um, ended up in a very serious automobile accident, became paralyzed and uh, became even more bitter because of that accident and eventually died. And I think about his walk. I was very close to his mother and would pray with her for her son. 
and I think about how he neglected and he spurned the wisdom of God. You see, just because we have the wisdom of God, it doesn't mean that we are going to be free from the afflictions of life. In fact, this is why God has given us the wisdom, beloved, to know how to handle our afflictions, our trials, and our situations. And we need to know how to apply God's wisdom. And that's why verse 33 is just so beautiful. But whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful verse. You know, applying God's wisdom in his word to our life brings safety It brings security, and it can also bring the absence of fear. Now, sometimes you will be afraid, but I have found in my life that you move forward even when you're afraid, and the fear will go away. I promise you that when you learn to apply God's Word and God's wisdom, using His wisdom in your life, it is an amazing, wonderful thing uh, to have faith in God, and then to learn how to apply God's wisdom to your everyday situation. Tomorrow we will look at Proverbs chapter 2, The Value of Wisdom. Thank you for joining me today, and God bless you as you walk in your faith and as you walk in the wisdom of God. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.